Hello and welcome to MikeyPod Podcast episode 321 for February 22nd, 2021. Today's guest is comedian Talia Adri. She's been killing it this pandemic, releasing new creative work on Instagram TV. I have to say, I really, really was like comforted and inspired by the work she was doing um, on Instagram. A lot of artists, when this all hit, um, we perform live and, you know, a lot of the uh, obviously the pandemic affected everyone arts in a particular way and um it was really really cool to see her start putting output out on instagram tv it made me really realize like oh yeah we can make we there's always a way um so anyway <laughs> that's for the conversation um i want to mention also that she did some really cool stuff with uh comedy central just this past week um we'll, we'll be talking about that too uh she yeah 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 okay so anyway um i am your host michael heron i'm a composer pianist electronic musician storyteller and activist based in new york city on this podcast i have conversations with fellow creators who use their creativity to change the world i've been sending this podcast to your ears for well over 15 years now. If you like what you hear, subscribe using the colorful buttons in the sidebar and footer at MikeyPod.com or just search MikeyPod in your favorite podcast directory. I'd love to have you subscribe. P.S. If you're listening for the first time, well, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for being here. If you'd like to know more about me, stop by my website at MichaelHeron.com. Hit me up on social media everywhere as at MichaelHeron or you can email me at MikeyPod at gmail.com. So, yes... I'm excited to share this interview with you. And I have to say thank you to Talia for being willing to like last minute. I asked her yesterday morning if she would be on the podcast. She said, she said sure. And we did the interview like a couple hours later. Uh, it was super cool. Um, yay, it's going to be really good. So I want to mention that I met Talia. We were in a show together. Uh, it was a show written by Lauren Mall, who was also been a guest on the podcast here back in 19 no not 19 2018 back in 1918 i believe it was yeah she had just done a project called apologies from men with videos and an album that she released where she set to music um this was at the maybe the beginning of me too movement starting to happen. Uh, she put all of these to music with these hilarious animated videos. And my relationship with Lauren, I have to say is one of those things is uh, makes me really grateful for doing this podcast because she was a guest on the podcast and we all went on to, um, we all, she and I went on to do a lot of other work together because we met through having her on the podcast. So yay, Lauren, if you're listening, hello, I hope you're doing well. And um, I think that's all of that stuff. Uh, no like specific updates, patrons, you know, a couple of other things I have in the works, um, but I'll be talking about some of those things later. And let's uh, yeah, I think that's it. I just want to make sure I thank patrons while we're on the subject. No new th patrons to thank this week. I know. It's sort of sad. I had a good run of new patrons week after week for maybe a month or so, um, which is super exciting. And I'm very grateful to all of you that are there. Um, if you're wondering, pa uh, patrons are the people who power this podcast. It's, I need to rewrite that sentence. Um, there are folks who subscribe for $5 or more a month to get special perks like free downloads of my music and zines and bonus podcasts. I think last week I put up the 65th bonus podcast. And if you subscribe on Patreon, you get access to these podcasts and all of the existing ones. So you could immediately download 65 
bonus podcast and two albums, a remix album, a couple of singles. All my music is up there. All my zines, I have six zines up there now. They're digital copies of the zines with the music that accompanies them. So a ton of content you get when you sign up. Anyway, this week's bonus podcast, which will be up on Wednesday, will feature an extended conversation with Talia. We talked a lot about uh, inspiration and we got on a really cool music thing, which was fun for me. I, I think it was fun for her. I don't want to speak for anybody else but myself. Anyway, so yay, there you go. I would like to now proudly introduce a track from Talia. This is from her QT 2020 series that she did on Instagram TV. Um, uh, we'll be talking about it a lot. And this is a cover. Well, it's not a cover. It's like a parody song. Uh, the track is called I Need a New Oven. You'll hear all about the details about it. Um, and you tell me, what is this? What's the original song of this? This is I Need a New Oven. Joining me now on the show is Talia Audrey, amazing comedian, awesome person, um, and my pal. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, for sure. I'm super happy to talk to you. Like, there's so much to talk to you. So uh, this, I love these moments. Like, wait, okay. So where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> we did a show together in the before times when people still went to shows at places. Uh, that's how we first met. And we sang yeah. songs together and we did acting together. And I've been following your work on Instagram. Um, and especially when the pandemic first started, your content was like carrying me through. Um, and then you've got some great new stuff. I don't even know where to start. Where, I, don't what? Know, just, I mean, you just hop in, you just pick something, we just pick it apart. <laughs> yeah, well, like you do a lot of your work happens lately. I mean, especially I think for a lot of us on the internet. And um, you're making a really interesting, good use of Instagram. Did that just happen more because of the pandemic or were you doing that a lot already well i think since you know we're here in new york city we're so used to performing life like you have all these beautiful ideas but you're always short on time 
Yeah. Whether it's you're running from like your nine to five to your performance, to your gig, to your rehearsal. And this time has been a wonderful time just to reflect on that and just go back to these ideas about things that you wanted to do. And you're like, oh, do we have the budget? Do we have this? Then you need this. And what you find out is once you're trapped in your house for months, Mm-hmm. That you really don't need that much at all to to accomplish your goals. You you have more than you have you have more than what you need to accomplish your goals. That's like the overall arching theme of the the roaring twenties that we're in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. there's one of the things that I think really uh, QT twenty twenty. Well, let's talk about what that is before I start talking about the amazing effect it's had on my life. <laughs> well, um. <laughs> QT 2020 is a kind of like a musical parody video series that I created during quarantine. Uh, Quarantine in New York City was, well, of course, no one's ever had anything like it before in their lifetime. And when everything shut down the first two weeks, I was like, oh, thank God, I need a break. (laughs) I just want to (laughs) sleep. Um, but as that settles in and you hear the ambulances 24 hours a day mm-hmm. and you have the clapping every day at 7 p.m. And you're just like, this is this is kind of tough. And it, it, it can be hard to just even write just for yourself, let alone for an audience. And um, I didn't write for a long time, probably for almost for me, a long time is like a month without writing, without singing, without doing anything, just internalizing everything. And then when I started to write, I'm like, okay, can we make this into a project? We, me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. Um, can we make this into a project? Great. Can we make it funny? Oh, I don't know. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it. Let's try it and see. Great. How do we film this? Ooh, thank goodness for YouTube. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. And so I was just trying to put the pieces together. It's very much... In, kind of an improv saying of just jump out the plane and you'll build your parachute on the way down. Cause you got really nothing to do, but time um, until, you know, you got to like nine to five stuff from home. But um, yeah. And so just figure it out. And yeah. uh, it was a great time to learn camera angles and recalling all of the lessons you learned from the first season of America's Next Top Model seasons <laughs> one through 10, one through 10 um, and how to light your face and how to smize. And camera tricks um just learning how to do everything it was a very good learning experience the thing that was really good for me like one of the reasons why it really stuck with me and and it affected me i feel like i'm being a little dramatic about this but not really like it was cool to like see you making stuff you know what i mean like in my like you know the pandemic happened i was just on the verge of starting like a project that was going to be in a theater and mm-hmm. like literally like a week or two before I got the go ahead and like everything was falling into place. And I was like, oh, looks like nothing <laughs> is falling into oh. place. So which sucks. But like the thing that was cool was watching you like, OK, so here's what I'm doing like doing now. And you could kind of see in it that it was like this project that you were kind of like learning as you did it. And it kind of gave made me realize like, oh, we have a lot of potential just with our phones, right? And the internet to still reach people and create great art. And it, and it was funny and it was like uh, relatable. I mean, because it was a lot of your perspective of being in quarantine. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. So, Thanks for viewing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's cool. And everyone should look at I, 
this is one of those things I'm like, I think I'll put a link to this. Does it exist? <laughs> Does it exist anywhere besides uh, Instagram? Uh, where you not, mentioned YouTube. Not yet. It's only on Instagram because there's a, another song coming. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So when, when the series is finished, it will go in one place. But for now, it's Instagram TV. So it's only on, the, it's on, only on my Instagram page where you can watch it. And then you can listen to all the songs on my website or on my Bandcamp site. You can listen to all of them. You can download them, you get all that good stuff. But the visual is only on Instagram. Yeah, which I think is super. I, I love the idea that it's just on Instagram. I like things being like, nope, it's just right here. This is the place. You know, like in this mm-hmm. time where we put things everywhere, it's kind of cool to have like an exclusive feeling like, oh, if you want to see that, you got to go to my Instagram. That's I, it. I tell you, my parents and my family, my aunts and uncles, it took a while for me to explain this because <laughs> a lot of them are not on social media. And to, to explain, first of all, what is the Instagram? Cool. Okay. And then what is the Instagram TV? Can I see it on my TV? So it was a... Um, a learning experience for the family yeah Yeah. well you know i think you taught me like i'm pretty good i'm usually on top of like social media stuff but honestly i think your qt 2020 was the first time i was like oh this is how youtube i mean uh instagram tv is useful like it was cool you were using it as like a tv station in a way i thought it was cool and then I didn't know too much about instagram tv i knew that i wanted to learn more about it and I didn't understand just the logistics of it. So when doing this project, I learned about it more. So that way you can have content that's part of a series and have it set up as a series and not so much on your main page to take away from like if you're doing stuff for themes or if you're a business owner and you're doing stuff for just your business, you can have a whole separate series for education or a whole separate series for um, entertainment. Um that your audience can follow you on. So I, I kind of like the versatility of that. And I yeah. like looking at pictures. So that's why I like Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, it seems like on Instagram, there are fewer ranting fights with people. <laughs> like it seems like people are a little more chill on Instagram. A little bit more. I'm just like, is this a dissertation or is this a picture? I just want to see the babies play at the soccer game. That's all <laughs> I came on here for. Yeah. So a little less drama. So yeah. Uh, you know, we haven't even talked about the song we listened to before this, uh, before we started talking, I need a new oven, which is also from <laughs> QT 2020. Is there any, uh, anything specific about this song that you like, did you really need a new oven or was this? I a fictional actually, story? Ha- yeah, no, it is a, it is a true story. I do not like my oven. Yes. The numbers on the dial have rubbed away. Um, I don't trust it. My super is like, it's safe. I promise you it's fine. He's checked it. So I'm trying to get a new oven. He's like, no, there's nothing wrong with your oven. So instead I have joined team air fryer. So I use my oh, air yeah. fryer so much more than my oven. I truly, truly, truly do not like my oven. With the utmost disrespect, I do not like it um, <laughs> at all. So that song is is very much, very much true, and, I, and that is my dream. My dream uh, oven is one with six ranges, and then in that middle range, you can have like a grilling deck, like oh, I think Rachel Ray had one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yes, I'm all HGTV'd out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love watching those shows, but then it gives me like. 
uh, sad feelings about <laughs> about my current kitchen or you know wherever I live or whatever. Which yeah. Ah. Just imagine that we're on vacation. It's like, you know, that day when we can take vacation again, if we have like an imaginary budget, yes, I'm going to need the villa. (laughs) 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 AKA your standard room, but the villa, please. Thank you so much. Yes. (laughs) And don't give me no villa with four burners. I got to have, what was it? Six? Six? Is that what your dream is? Six ranges, please. Gas only. You don't get that electric. Don't you want to burn all my food? Oh, uh, I love. This is gonna be for a whole other story. Like, so I hate a an electric oven. Or yeah, no. The worst. Um, let's talk uh, Comedy Central Instagram. This is what like clicked. I have to tell you, this week I was like, wait a minute, I don't have a guest for the podcast. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And then I saw your. Uh, Comedy Central stuff. I was like, of course. Why wasn't I already on top of this? So (laughs) thanks for agreeing to do this at the last minute. And we should definitely talk about this stuff because I love the way you're using comedy, Instagram, and like some education happening all together. Yes, I think it's kind of it's kind of like I'm fulfilling my mom's dream of having me become a teacher. She believes everyone can be a teacher. And I'm like, I'm not a teacher. I'm just a a goofball um, with a message. And and, uh, I love weaving different ideas into artwork. I remember back when I was (laughs) age and (laughs) listening to early Tupac and he's sitting here talking about just talking to some chicken and in the middle of the song he just drops some a couple lines about politics then he goes back to just just hanging out i'm like you can do that that's a thing that you Mm. can do you can just weave it right into in plain sight all right i'll keep that in mind um so like we can have fun but we're gonna learn that's what (laughs) tell me one of my personal quotes (laughs) life quotes we have fun but we're gonna learn we're gonna learn yeah which is the way to do it right like i I feel Mm -hmm. like it like the comedy and the idea of it being like a performance or a piece of uh, content that people seek out, it kind of makes it more uh, digestible for people. Yes, yes, yes. Because it's just so much yelling going on. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell me about Ally Amy. Like the, um, and I guess maybe a little, well, Maybe we shouldn't tell everyone everything so they go watch it. Ally Amy is a character that I'm assuming you created. Talk to me. Oh, yes. So I created Ally Amy as in, because um, you get into a lot of tete-on-tete with people talking about allyship and just trying to be a good ally. But it's it's almost like you feel it's a common sense thing, <laughs> but it's not because it, it could be you just want to support everybody. And there are some ways to do that that may be a little bit too much, like you're doing too much, you're taking away from the message of the movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ally Amy, she means well. She really does. She just, she's looking for some guidance and she's down to support. And that's that's all. She's just very, very uh, supportive, over-supportive. <laughs> yeah, in that way, like, just to tell myself, like, I can relate to Ally Amy, you know, in those moments, I'm like, I'm on board with, you know, like, trying so hard mm-hmm. to, like, show support in perhaps um, a performative slash self-centered way, mm-hmm. you know, and like, 
And that's the stuff that we have to learn about. But I appreciate the, uh, so much of this stuff is kind of hard to throw out, but like my own like familiarity with my uh, fragility around this area, I think it's great to have a way to be like, hey, friend, that's not quite getting it. Check out these funny videos that might help you not do what you're doing right now. <laughs> Absolutely. And it just, Ally, we can live in all of us in, in any situation um, yeah. or any type of uh support we try to lend to people who may have different views or different ways that they grew up and we do and we still want to support them there's a way to do that without running into that over supportiveness that turns into yeah <laughs> take, take it take it on down <laughs> which <laughs> ally, ally amy is not she's she gets she gets a little crazy i'm not gonna yeah, lie yeah she tries her best yeah uh <laughs> So you've got a ton of music that I just discovered today because I was like researching your stuff. You have like a huge catalog on your Bandcamp page. How long have you been recording this music? Uh, for a couple of years now. And you know, there's stuff that's not even on there <laughs> that should probably be on there. I'm going back through my notes as we get into the spring to see what else can be released on the band camp. But there's, there's so much stuff. There's stuff from uh, my Cronut song, which was probably the first song that I wrote that got uh, that people like to hear and kids cause it's a very familiar song. And I got the blessing from Dominique Ansals and his people to keep using the name Cronut in the song. Um, <laughs> They're very, they're very wonderful. They're wonderful. And I got to eat a cronut doing that. So I really love that a lot. And uh, when I would write a show, if I would write music for a show, I would release it. Uh, so the there's a song in the band camp called Monogram on Everything. I just think that's, it's just such a hilarious song. There are other songs from the musical, but that's the only one that I put up there for the time being. So I just use it as outlet just to put out stuff that I like in the random things that I like, most of them are parody songs and uh, the song blood moon is not a parody song. It is a comedy song, but it's more like a bluesy song. And when I look over the dis 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 discography uh, that I have, when you're doing a parody, you're doing a parody of somebody else's voice and singing style. But when I get to sing in my style, for my songs, um, I get to see like the evolution of my voice and what it's doing. And it's actually turning into a bluesy cabaret voice, which I love and I'm very excited about. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll, make, I'll make a cabaret show when I come back. That's probably what I'm going to do. Just give me an evening gown and a dark club and some heels. And I'm good. Oh, <laughs> I'm good. it's so good. <laughs> Blood Moon is one of the songs I listened to uh, this morning. And it's great. Your voice. I mean, I already knew you had a great voice, but it's Thank especially you. good in Blood Moon. So you guys, I'll put links to her um, Bandcamp page. So everyone who's listening can go listen, support, all that kind of stuff. So this is the, one of those weird times in a in a conversation like this when I talk to performers from the before times and be like, so what what do you have coming up? What can we go see? <laughs> <laughs> and we have a lot of waiting coming up, right? And seeing where yeah. things land. But other than that, um, do you have other other things in the work? Any other things you're creating? 
Well, I'll be in line at Target on Thursday, next Thursday, so you can catch me there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> buying groceries. They have a beautiful gluten-free section. Yes. So I'll, be I'll be there. There's always songs in the work and characters in the work. On my Instagram, I just did a, a character for a Black history program. She is a nod to, to all of the aunts and all the Black history programs <laughs> and events I, I attended. I'm from the South, and so it's very Southern, very... Robert's Rules of Order, and she's a nod to that. And that character kind of just came out of the blue because I was making one of my friends laugh, and I just made a character out of it. And I said, you know what, I'm just going to do a whole thing with this. Since I, I did QT 2020, I know a little bit more now in terms of visually what I can do, mm-hmm. and that there's really, really no limits to that. So I have a project that I'm working on uh, with new music, uh, original music, so I could post it other places because you know parody parody law is fantastic and um i'm very old school joan river style i have a rolodex and it's filled with ideas and characters oh so yeah when they when the planets align and they meet up with each other it's kind of like uh when you do like when people do a tarot reading that's what i think it's kind of like you just I just throw the cards on the table and be like, well, you know what? This character works for this song. You know what? This song works for this sketch type of thing. Uh, so the cards are there and uh, we'll see what comes up. Um, so I'm really curious about this, this process. Like, because oh. <laughs> I have, I have like, <laughs> it's like, it's like my normal thing. So I'm like, oh no. <laughs> no, because, well, I think partly because I'm like, so you literally have all these cards with, creative like ideas and characters written on them just to Uh, keep track of them yes in the olden days before iphones Uh i would keep i would keep ideas on voice recorders i still have those voice recorders i have like two separate voice recorders and i would just put little notes characters song ideas and i would put them in my phone so what i do now is i go through my phone probably every six months Mm-hmm. And then I, I write down everything that I've been keeping in my notes and phone. And I keep voice notes of song ideas and characters. Ideas. I just write them all down and then I put them in the Rolodex. One of my one of my things that I always kind of am challenged with is doing it, you know, like making things. So that's why I get super psyched about hearing your process. You know, part of what, I've, especially in quarantine, there's been a lot of like, you know, you should really be making stuff. You got time. Um, but so I guess my next question is, is there any type of habit or ritual in your life that kind of keeps you in that creative state enough to have these ideas that you're writing down all the time? Yes and no is the short answer. My outlet would be going to museums on Sunday afternoons and just getting lost in the museum. And I call that my palate cleanser. Mm. Um, and then you can start over and just realize it's not all about you and your Instagram and your statistics. It's about, uh, the world and history and everything and just take it in and just see what comes back out. Being able to have a good core group of friends, a lot, a lot of Vogue music. I'm a terrible Vogue. I think that's what made me break my foot and put my foot in the boot for eight weeks. Did you say voguing music? Absolutely. Okay. I love it. I absolutely love it. And just being able to turn off everything and just turn up the music and dance. Have like a five minute dance party. Me and my friends send messages about what 
song we're listening to in the morning and get us hyped hyped up to do whatever we need to do. And just be just be patient with yourself. It'll come. It'll come when you when you don't expect it. I I, I love the quote by Jill Scott, and she says, "I'm not a microwave. I'm an oven." Um, that's how I that's how I view it. Because when mm. it comes, it's gonna come, and you're gonna jot everything down, and it's gonna take over your life for <laughs> one week to one month until you get everything out. I always feel when I'm done with the project, it's like when you take a really big poop. I know that sound, that's kind of gross, guys. But you feel kind of relieved <laughs> and it's out of your system and then you can move on. Hmm. Okay. That's good. That's the type of wisdom I'm looking for today. <laughs> <laughs> and I, t- I tell you what, it can start anywhere. When I'm writing sketches, I have this phone board, like a phone poster board I got like from Michael's probably like a long time ago, more than five years ago. And it has a bunch of pinholes in it. So when I'm writing a sketch, I take a normal piece of paper and I fold it and fold it to six little things. And I put up the character name, uh, what I think their game is, what I'm trying to accomplish. And I just leave it there so I can see it. And I just storyboard out with little push pins and storyboard out. Um, so, and I know a lot of uh, stand-ups that I know, they use post-it notes and they just stick it on the wall mm-hmm. so they can see it and they can see it every day. And then you'll, you'll add to it, but it's just something that if you can see it, you can kind of think on it subconsciously and then you'll come back, you'll come back to work on it. Just give yourself time. That's a really cool thing. You know, one of my things, I went through a whole kind of getting rid of stuff phase of just minimizing as much as I could. I got rid of a bunch of papers and stuff and I started or I stopped writing things in notebooks at that time. And now that you're talking about that, it makes me realize like, oh, it's great. It's like more tidy, I guess, but it's easier to forget about projects if they're not physically in my hand. Yeah, and then you can... It, what you'll find is I was making a project that I know if our friend Lauren Moll was listening, I know Lauren, I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know I should really it. Um, it's like a totally separate project. It's a totally separate R and B project. It's not um, like comedy related at all. And during that project, I had a song like part of a song written and I couldn't figure out how to end it for like two years. Couldn't figure out how to end it. And then I found another song I was working on a couple lines and I just put them together. I'm like, Oh, that's the end of the song. Great. Fantastic. This song is done. So (laughs) you'll have that aha moment and it, it will come. That's why I like having things. uh, My brain is aware of it. I just don't need to see it over there, but it's aware and it'll work on it. Like you're working on the puzzle, kind of like when you're watching um, a thriller movie and you're like, Oh, I know who did this. I know who did it. And your brain's working on it. Your brain will work on it. So we should, come to the end of this part of our conversation but I don't want to do that without talking about the song we're going to listen to at the end of this interview which is Please Tell Me That You're Voting mm-hmm. can you give me a little background on this one oh yes so this song was written for a show uh, Parody and Blue a wonderful show that I was part of and just the idea of it was to make something kind of funny and talk about voting and talk about all the crazy things that goes on with voting in America in uh-huh. <laughs> ah, in, in 2020 
<laughs> and and make it funny. <laughs> like what? It was just to me. It was such a sad song to sing, and so to make it funny took a lot of edits. And this version of the song that you're going to hear, I really enjoy it. I, I made a video for it. That's also on Instagram. Instagram TV. It's on. It's on the site. You can find it. It's it's on Instagram. It's accessible. And um, th- there's a lot of stuff in the song. There's a lot of history in the song. And it, it's very much in line with my, we're going to have fun, but we're going to learn. So, <laughs> and I just encourage everybody, no matter uh, where they are, just to remember these are elected officials. It comes from my past. In my past, I've been, I was an intern in uh, my state Senate. I've been inside the hive. I stepped away from all of that to to New York and pursue comedy. But uh, I was very close to that world. And I just want to remind people that you are constituents and you are stronger than you think. And the people that represent you are just people. They make mistakes. Uh, They shop for groceries. They take their families on vacations during national emergencies. They do all (laughs) sorts of things. But it's just a reminder to the constituents as that's what you are your constituents and this is your country and it's not so much about you it's you looking out for your neighbor if everyone looks out for their neighbor we're all look out for each other ah i can't wait to listen to it again which is what we'll do <laughs> after we make sure we know where to find you um i know instagram is a big place for you um anywhere mm-hmm. else we should tell people to go to see more from you oh I am Talia's world across all platforms. So Facebook, Instagram, the Twitter, I'm not too much on Instagram. I'm mainly on. And then Talia'sworld.com is my website. And you can see there um, a little bit more of what I've done in this before. Oh, the pre, the life before. That I believe is what you're referring to. <laughs> the life, the life before. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So thanks. And thanks so much for having me. Yeah, for sure. And here is Please Tell Me That You're Voting. But I am asking you Why aren't you voting? Your vote means more than you know Ideas for voter obstacles I can show November 3rd's the date And let's mailing in You should have already done it But get your ballot today we're not voting without you I know the whole electoral college thing Don't get distracted Check your signature on those absentee ballots There are reasons why you should be voting Please say that you're voting polling place Shelby County versus Holder 2013 Some places may try to close but you can still vote as long as you stay in line 
That was Talia Audrey with Please Say That You're Voting. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Talia, for being on the show today. Be sure to check out all of her work on Instagram and everywhere else. I'll put links in the show notes. I also want to add, and I meant meant to say this at the beginning of the show, but maybe it's better that you people that listen to the entire show, the real true listeners, know that I'm opening up my Discord server. It was just open to patrons, but I'm revamping it in hopes of like creating some conversation and community around this show that I make and the different artists and that type of thing. So if you're a Discord user, especially, I would love for you to check it out. I think I'm going to put a link to it in in the show notes. But to tell you the truth, I'm not exactly sure how that works yet. So maybe it's good that I'm saying this at the end of the show. If you're a big hardcore Discord user and you want to be a part of that, especially in terms of helping me kind of make good use of it, I would really love your input and feedback. So please let me know. And um, of course, subscribe to the show, tell a couple friends that you love it. And let me know if there's someone you would like to hear on the show. uh, Because I'm always, I usually have pretty good luck luck finding people, but I I love just learning about more artists. So let me know if you've got someone in mind you think would be a good fit for the show and reach out to me, mikeypod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and I will see you next week.